Hello and welcome everybody to our first official podcast of the Octagon Buzz. It's your boy JD and I'm accompanied by my beautiful wife. Miss Diaz. Welcome, welcome everybody. So we're going to jump right into our first topic of the day. And you know, the big news coming out, um, especially out of USC recently is Amanda Nunes retirement. Um, you know, it stunned everybody kind of, I, I kind of seen it on the horizon. I felt like, you know, it kind of made sense and we can dive into why, um, we think so. Um, but you know, before we dive into why we think she retired, my first question, babe, is like, do you think this was a good timing retirement? Do you feel like she went out how she was supposed to? I absolutely think it was a great time for her to retire. Um, if you remember last year, her wife retired and then now her retiring this year, I think it was a, a great move. Um, so that way they building their family and traveling and, you know, doing all the fun stuff. I agree. I agree. You know, that, that's a very good take on it. You know, me as a, as a guy and always being a, a, a competitor, you know, you always feel like you got a little bit left in the tank. For me, I feel like she retired at a great time simply because, you know, she's still at a pretty young age. I think she's about 35. You know, that's like, uh, I, I guess you would want to consider that old nowadays. But, you know, the reality is her body's in really good shape. So I think she's leaving, like, at a really good time. It sets her up for a position to possibly come back, I feel like. You know, at age 35, she could possibly come back at 36, 37, and maybe still be in some decent shape if she's training and whatnot. I feel like that will be super dope um, if she came back and fought Pena because, um, I think that's kind of like the fight to make. Um, I would love to see that fight more than anything, especially like for the third time. They're one and one in that matchup. I would just love to see it kind of pan out for one last time. But unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get that anytime soon. Again, with Nunez retiring, it kind of sets up some interesting matches, though, right? So who do you think kind of takes this vacant bantamweight woman's belt? Like, so you have Pena, of course, is presumably going to get the title shot instantly who do you think matches up with her like like does anything excite excite you like does anything pop out i think Pen has a, a great shot as well as pena i think that would be a great matchup me too me too um i think that's probably the fight to make yeah I, I, just kind of looking like aldana just lost so like i, I don't really know where else do you kind of go from there um the bantamweight division in the women's is you know it's a little shaky right now i'll be honest just to, again, the fight to make was Pena and Nunez, and since Nunez retiring, now you kind of throw a, a wrench in there. I would agree. I think it is Pena and Pennington. I think that's a fair matchup. That's good, and I think whoever wins that match is going to be basically running this division for quite some time. Um, and I, I think that's why, because I kind of want to dive in here into what Pena had to say. Um, you know, she has some very interesting quotes and very interesting you know, talking points when talking about Nunez retiring, you know, basically claiming, and I'm I'm going to paraphrase here, but, you know, basically claiming that Nunez is ducking her, um, that, you know, Nunez is a little scared, you know, doesn't want to lose that belt. This sets up something, right? If, if, if Pena does win, let, let's say Pena Pennington happens, it's like, does Nunez kind of have to come out of retirement and fight? Again, like, what other fights do you want to see happen? And Pena is trying to set up her legacy, so she beat the GOAT and the self-proclaimed and presumably everybody kind of agrees Amanda Nunez is the female GOAT. You, you already beat her once and now you possibly have the division and you can run it by yourself. You kind of want to cement your legacy by saying I beat the GOAT that you guys said. I beat her twice 
or I lost to her. Maybe I'm not the GOAT. I think that's what she really wants to prove to herself, and that's why she kind of made these, um, depending on how you look at it, unremarkable comments. So where do you kind of stand on these comments that Pena had, and do you kind of see it my way? Do you feel like she's kind of, like, trying to build her legacy, and this is what she wants, or do you just feel like this is all just kind of hate and kind of shade towards Nunez? I think it's complete shade. I, I just think she knows that Nunez is low-key the greatest. Not so low-key. <laughs> well, yeah. Right. Um, she I seen a video the other day that she said that out of Nunez's last seven fights, she mm-hmm. only did two main events, and one was against her. The one that was against her is the one that she lost. Mm-hmm. Like You were one-on-one one in those main events. Yeah, like before I even... Before... Um, Pena fought Nunez. I didn't know who she was. Mm-hmm. So, like, for her just to talk all this smack against Nunez, I just, there's no need for it. Mm. There's really no need for it. Like, she she just, to me, she's too pretty to be in UFC. She needs to go to WWE because, like, she's, <laughs> she's yeah. Evil, right? <laughs> she's extra. But, yeah, I got you. I got you. Well, you know, for me, I, I get what you're saying, and again, that that's a very different take. For me, I'm always going the competitive route. I just feel like you want to be the best, and in order to be the best, you got to beat them. And again, you did it once, so you know you can do it. And in her second fight, yes, you lost, um, but Nunez didn't leave that fight unscathed. Like, her face was, you know, it was pretty bad. So, like, you know, I feel like these two throw down. I feel like they, these two are the ones that are going to reel in the money for the bantamweight division. I just wish and just hope that maybe Nunez just says, you know what, I, I, I'll, 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 I'll hush you. You know, if it is just talk and it is just ramble, we'll prove it. Come and prove it. You are one and one against me. Well, show me. Come and demolish me then if it's that easy. Uh, that's the way I'm kind of looking at it. So, you know, I have on here what's next for Pena. I think we kind of answered that. Pennington. And let's say hypothetically Pennington does beat Pena. This division is looking very, very shaky. Like, I I just don't know, like, what happens. Like, do you do Pennington and Aldana? Like, it it just gets so shaky from this point forward. Like, I feel like Pena almost has to win in order to set up something, you know, fun and exciting. So, you know, it'll be very interesting for these next couple months to see, like, how this shakes out and shakes out about, you know, one person retiring has set up a lot of different things to possibly happen. A lot of different things. Her leaving, and it just... It's not looking good. That's right. That's right. All right. So on to our next topic. Let's talk about this weekend. Actually, we, we, we have a very good card coming up and I really want to focus on the main event. I feel like the main event is the huge getaway here. Um, this is a very good fight. I feel like stylistically these guys match up in very uncanny and weird ways. And I'll kind of dive into my points here um, to kind of start the conversation. So this weekend we have Marvin Vittori versus Jared Cannonier. Now me, I'm a huge Jared Cannonier fan. Like in my head and my heart, I want him to win. You know, I really want to see him win, but I, I just don't see it happening. And I'll kind of dive into some of these points here. So we have Marvin Vittori starting off 19 and five, six foot, seven foot, uh, 74 inch reach. Um, only two KO wins. You know, not a huge power puncher. He does have some power there, but he's more of an accurate type of guy. Um, definitely more of an accurate striker. And then we have nine submissions, which is kind of what I want to dive into for Vittori. So I feel like Vittori, if he can get this fight down to the ground and tire out Cannoneer, I can see this fight ending in a submission. I do think that Vittori is an underrated 
um, guy, like on, on, especially on the ground. I mean, out of his 19 wins, nine of them are subs. So that, that's a good amount. You know, it's a very good amount to finish by sub. So I'm going to take him by sub here. A couple other points I have on Vittori. He has a very durable chin. And even though Jerry Cannonier has the power, Vittori has the chin. And we've seen him eat some really big shots. So I feel like Cannonier can't get him out of this fight. And if Cannonier cannot get him out, I don't see how Cannonier can win. Um, Vittori has a speed advantage. Obviously, Cannonier has the power advantage. Um, Vittori keeps his hands kind of high, though. Um, you know, his guard is kind of high. So I feel like if Cannonier can use some body kicks, which he's not really known for, he does throw kicks, but a lot of like leg kicks. Uh, if he can if he can utilize these um, these body kicks and these um, these punches to the body, I think he drops Vittori's hands down, and then that opens up some of those bigger shots for Cannonier. But regardless, um, I do see this fight kind of being drawn out about three or four rounds, and I have Vittori taking it by submission. What do you think, wife? How are you feeling about Vittori and Cannonier? I know you're a Cannonier fan, too. I'm a fan of both of them, but, um, yeah, I think Vittori's going to win this one. Um, I, I, I haven't really watched a lot of his fights other than the Adesanya one. Um, but from what I've seen, like, I... I can definitely see Vittori taking him down to the ground. And a lot of his ground game, like, he, he kind of looked like he just, like, lays on top of them and just, like... Um, He's not very busy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, I, I think he can definitely, like, wear him out, like, as far as, like, him just holding his body weight on him. Cannoneer, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, however, I feel like he's just too slow and he's not as busy as... Um, Vittori. Mm, I respect that. I respect that. And, you know, he's actually have, he's spoken out about that himself and has been harsh on himself and said that he needs to stay busier, especially in the Adesanya fight. Um, you know, he wasn't busy enough, he felt like. So I feel like that can actually come back and haunt him. And if you're not staying busy against a guy like Vittori, then you're going to get eight apart because he's pretty busy. And again, he's very accurate. So, <sighs> It, it could also work in his favor, though. If you're not as busy, that means that your defense should be pretty good. So, I mean, if you're blocking some of those more accurate shots, you know, you could survive. But, again, it's all about landing his bigger shots. And I'm not sure if he does that against Vittori. And if he does, I'm not sure if he puts him out because Vittori has a chin. So, I, I see too many pluses for, for Vittori, but I'm really rooting for Jared Cannonier in reality. Like, I really hope he wins. But, um, you know, let, let's just say... Obviously, we're going to have a winner. When one of these guys wins, like, what, like, does it set them up for an Adesanya fight again? Like, do we want to see Jared Cannonier versus Adesanya too? Like, that doesn't really scream out to me. You know, I'm not excited for that. I, I guess Vittori, but then this is like their third time, maybe four or five. I'm losing count now. I, you know, Adesanya is like lapping these guys now. So it's like, we're going to see Vittori and Adesanya again. And I if that happens, like, how, how do you feel? the matchup for that like how, how do you feel going into that if that was the case i think cannoneer has great shot at being him yeah cannoneer or, or vittori cannoneer okay okay like i think i think he should do another matchup with izzy just but he, he's got to know that he has to be um more competitive like he needs to start throwing more like he he can't just be boring like he was last time yeah. let's be honest like yeah. he didn't put in a lot of work I respect that. I respect that. And again, I think he was harsh on himself and, and, and I think he would probably agree with you. Um, you know, I I respect that. Okay. I, I would say I would say 
stylistically, I would like to see Marvin Vittori maybe try again, just because, again, he is more accurate and has a good chin. So I think it would be a, a nice stand-up type of fight, a boxing match, per se. Um, but, yeah, I like that. I mean, I I, I would love to say Cannoneer could be a champion. I, I, I see the potential there. I really do. That's why I'm such a fan. But like you said and I've said and he said, you know, it's just staying busy and really picking his shots correctly and, you know, just really dragging people. I think he needs to work on his wrestling, too. I like to see him mix it up. I think if he became a better wrestler, um, it, it'll just open up his game so much more because now I already have the hands. I already have the power. But now I can stay busy in different ways. I can take you down. I can mix it up. I think that'll really expand his game really much. Now, let's jump into some hearsay here. You know, I, I saw this pop up, and I just wanted to kind of discuss it. So I've seen Islam is... Uh, He's trying to go for double champ here. Seems like we have a lot of double champs that are on the horizon, possibly, which we'll dive into that a little bit. But let's talk about Islam specifically. You know, he says he feels like he can pretty much dog walk Leon Edwards like this would be cake. Now, he didn't say those words per se, but again, paraphrasing the way he's making it seem like, oh, I can just walk in and basically do this pretty easy. Do you feel that way? How, how do you feel in a potential Islam versus Leon Edwards matchup? And I'll, I'll explain why I'm even asking. I feel like Edwards is in this weird position as Aljo, Aljo is, Aljamain Sterling. I feel like they're both in this weird position where it's like they don't get the respect that they deserve. Like Leon Edwards literally pulled out the impossible twice. Like at one point, everybody thought Usman was going to be like, damn near the goat like he was just going to continue just dominating and beating everybody and he knocks him out he knocks him out then he goes into the third fight and literally like he he won convincingly like he he, he won convincingly i'm not going to say he beat uzman's ass or anything like that but he definitely won that fight clearly so he doesn't get the respect that he deserves for beating Usman twice. And, of course, Aljo, I just feel like he gets no respect at all. He's been dominating for quite some time and is very skilled, just very underrated and not appreciated enough. Do you feel like this is an easy fight for Islam, or do you feel like, you know, Edwards is just underappreciated and he needs and he's a great fighter? Like, this would be an entertaining fight. I definitely think Ed's, Edwards is underrated, just like Aljo. That that's gonna be a tough match, um, because I like both of them, but I feel like Islam is more powerful mm. Mm. than Edwards. I think he's sneaky powerful. Like I I definitely think so. He can definitely catch him. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Because I've seen Edwards get caught already. You know, like we've seen it. Like he he's gotten rocked by Nate Diaz. Um, I I don't want to say Usman caught him. I'm a little blurry right now in those fights, to be honest. But I remember Nate Diaz vividly catching. Yeah, Leon Edwards and then kind of mocking him and laughing at him. I felt like Nate Diaz probably could have went in for the kill. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've seen Leon Edwards get rocked. So I feel like Islam possibly could. And we already know about the wrestling. But, again, I, I would say, again, I'm not giving the respect. You kind of see it. I'm not giving the respect Leon Edwards kind of deserves. Like, we are making it seem like it could be easy. But, you know, again, stylistically, I feel like, don't quote me on this. I'm not sure about sizes, like, off the top of my head. But I feel like Leon Edwards might be the bigger fighter. I feel like Islam's going up, I think. Um, but regardless, like, he, his body type, he's stocky. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a thick guy. He got some thick legs. Like, it, it's harder to wrestle those type of guys is what I'm trying to get at. So it's not going to be as easy as he just thinks. Like, we're just going to walk in. And I also think that Edwards, 
he's shown his kicks are beautiful. If Islam goes in there for a takedown and catches one of these kicks to the face, it, it could be night-night just like Usman was. Caught him out of nowhere. So, you know, using those kicks are important. And chopping at those legs would be huge for Leon Edwards, which he does very, very well. So I, I would love to see that fight. Um, but there seems to be a lot of double champs on the horizon. Like, a lot of people want to be double champ here. So let's kind of talk about that. Who do you think could be double champ? Like, who, who do you think is the most possible? So right now it's looking like three guys really, really want it. Two out of these three are going to have to take each other's belt. So, of course, of course you have Volk and Islam. They want to be double champ. Um, Do you think Volk can take Islam's belt from him? He tried once and lost. Absolutely. I absolutely get double champ. Volk is a beast. I wholeheartedly agree. And as we kind of talked about privately, like, we became fans during the Ultimate Fighter. And we were originally fans of, like, Brian Ortega. We're like, oh, yeah, this guy's dope. Like, his mixed martial arts is disgusting. Like, his submissions is just, it's it. Like, and then we kind of looked at Volk as, like, this little cocky guy in the beginning. I'm like, oh, man, look at this. Like, you know, we're like, come on, man. And then the next thing I know, I'm like, oh, I love him. Like, I'm he works hard. He's charismatic. He works really, really hard. Like, I, I love hardworking people. That's my thing. It's like, you you got to love somebody who just tries his damn hardest. And, like, we watched Brian Ortega basically get his face put. Like, you know, he, he, he choked him purple. There's no way Volk survives two submissions from Brian Ortega that deep. And he did. And like from the, from that point forward, to watch like kind of just like how all of that played out, I, there's no way I'm not a fan of this guy. So yeah, I, I definitely think Vault can beat Islam. I I just think it's it, it's it's going to be very very difficult it, when you have that level of wrestling and just that level of smarts. Like it's just hard. It's hard to beat that. It is. And Vault is just as smart, and he he can do just as many things, but. It's just a little different. You know, there is levels to this wrestling thing. And Khabib and his whole entire camp, they do it better than anybody. Like, we just know that. So, it's going to be hard to beat. It's going to be very hard to beat. But it was a very entertaining fight, and I would love to see that. Now, Islam. Do you think Islam could be double champ? So, Islam would be going against Leon Edwards, of course. We just talked about that. Definitely think Islam can be double champ. Um, but if he were to fight Volk again, I think Volk learned probably learned from the last fight what he needs to make better. At, so, so, not... so you would see Volk taking that championship. And Absolutely. Then, yeah, Islam wouldn't even like defend so, like, or yeah, even he have a chance would, to go against Edwards. He would win one and then uh -huh. he'll lose another. Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. How about Aljo? You know, Aljo's our guy. So Aljo, Aljo would need to beat Volk in order to be double champ. Aljo would need to be Volk to be double champ. That is tough. Yeah. We love both uh, of these guys. Yeah, that's tough. I, I don't know if I can speak on that. Mm. That's so tough. And and that's looking like the most possible outcome because we'll dive into Sean O'Malley and Aljo on, on a later podcast. But, you know, presumably, when he said win or lose. Aljo said win or lose. He's going up. So he's going to fight Volk no matter what. So we got to tackle that. That's going to be a tough conversation. But that's going to be one to be had. I'm going to have to put a bet on both of them. <laughs> I don't blame you. I do not blame you. And then, of course, I mean, I, I actually forgot. We have, a, we have another possible double champ with Izzy. Do you feel like Israel Adesanya can move up and 
go to light heavyweight again and try it out and try to take on Jamal Hill, which is another one of our favorites. My heart. Yeah. They're, they're, they're both like my top guys right there. Like literally my top guys. Do you think Izzy can become double champ or do you just kind of want to, I know you kind of want it to stay the same, but do you think he could beat Jamal Hill? But like, let's say, because we still have a couple of things to tackle. Jamal Hill has to face Prohoshka. So it's either going to be Hill or Prohoshka that, and we, and we like Prohoshka too. But can Izzy beat one of those guys, you think? You got to stop liking all these people. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need some enemies. My prediction is... By the end of this year, early next year, Volk and Izzy both have double champ. Mm. That's per- my prediction. Mm. They're both like training the same team and always together. You know, they're, they're fucking beasts. I, I I can't even explain it any any way else. They're just. <laughs> I agree. They're phenomenal. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I think like um, you feel the way most fans do is like there's no way to really put it. Like you just. They're really just beast, and you you just want to root for them, and you want to see them do some unbelievable things. Like that's what it is. But it's seeming like the fight to possibly make before we wrap this episode up. Um, seem like the fight to possibly make could be Israel Adesanya versus John Jones. If John Jones can drop a couple pounds and go to light heavyweight again, and Izzy moves up to that weight, I, oof, it seems like they've been having a lot of back and forth on Twitter. Seems like they're kind of both hinting at it. I, it's possible. They could both get to that weight. It's very much possible. It's not far-fetched at all. That would be an amazing fight to watch. And I would take that over any championship fight. I would take Israel Adesanya over John Jones. And I would pay $200 for that pay-per-view. Like, um, that would have to be, like, the pay-per-view of all pay-per-views. I'm not shitting on John Jones, but I haven't <laughs> really seen him a lot. Uh-huh. So I don't know his fighting stance. Yep. I just listened to what the fans say, but <laughs> you saw the heavyweight fight. I, I, I got to gotta stay consistent. I got to stick with Adesanya. Mm. I have to. Mm. Mm. I can't turn my back now. I, listen, I'll, I'll tackle that later because that one's going to hurt, too. I, I'm not the biggest John Jones fan by any stretch, but that man is different. And it's going to be. But so is Adesanya. Yeah, 100 percent he is. I, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not denying that. I'm not denying that at all. <laughs> but. That's a tough matchup. That's a tough matchup. But great first episode, babe. Thank you. Thank you. Um, And thank you all for listening. Hope everybody has a great day, great night, no matter when you're listening to this. Hopefully, we can help you pick some of your best picks. We got to do some UFC picks. We got to do some of our bets. Our bets be getting real close. So we might have to do something like that on our next episode. But again, thank you, everybody. You want to say your goodbyes, babe? Uh, Definitely comment on our stream and let us know your picks because we're – we're interested in hearing you guys' um, comments and stuff, too. So, yeah. yeah. we want to know your picks, and you want I, I want to know how you felt like I picked. Sometimes my picks are terrible, and you can laugh at me. It's all good. <laughs>